Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the False Nine Podcast. As always, 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 my name is Lewis. I am joined here by my co-hosts, Santiago and Edwin. How are you guys doing today, fellas? We're pushing P, baby. New day, everything good for our only English speakers. Um wondering right back into it. Um, we got some cup actions around the top leagues in the world, um, a couple Premier League games to look at um, since our last episode. Um, Santiago's back with our Ballon d'Or bets, and let's get right into the show. So first things first, the prestigious Coupe de Carabao, the Carabao Cup, the Carling Cup, the Capital One Cup, EFL Cup. The Mickey Mouse oh, Cup. The Cup of Cups. They have their two finalists. Chelsea will meet up against Liverpool after Liverpool beat Arsenal to my dismay 2-0. Fellas, <laughs> fellas, we know I have my Arsenal agenda. I've, I've had my time to speak. I'll give the floor to you guys to bash. Go ahead. You go, you go Edwin, because I, I feel like uh, I, we haven't heard you bash him in a while. Let me, let me hear it. Out. You go first. Fuck Arsenal. You heard it here first. It's like, no, 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 no. All right, hold on. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. I just don't understand, Lewis, like how you could just consider them that they're back. Uh, granted, I never I, said they were back. I said they have been improving. Right. And okay. they have been. Right, all right, good. right, 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 right. No, they, they have been improving. I will give them that. We were um, talking about, you guys were talking about them finishing ninth. I think they could still fall. To, yo, if if Tottenham win all their remaining games in hand in the league, they're falling to like seventh or eighth. All right, here we got the games in hand cup. But continue. And yeah, all right. Point is, they are improving. I thought it was a very entertaining game. Um, Arsenal definitely should have scored for show. Uh, but Liverpool, I'm surprised they didn't score um, two or three more. Um and remember, one of those games is Arsenal Tottenham. So really, yeah. Um, um, if you think about it, it, I mean, Tottenham could beat them. It's really a different story, too. I also, they're also level on points with United, and yeah, Arsenal do have a game in hand on United. But I think, but that, I Ars- think that game is against Tottenham. Yeah, right. And but I think I think United are a better side than Arsenal, despite what Santi might think. With his team at the moment. Oh no, no, no! Listen, we're no matter how bad we've gone, we're still not fucking Arsenal. So, um, my my point is, I think it's hilarious. I don't know. That... You've been starving for a trophy for four seasons, bro. Are you guys okay. really better than Arsenal? Yes. They've won one more recently. You you were begging for a cup at the beginning of the season. A cup. I'm bro. still in. I'm still in. You were begging for one. Arsenal had in. that last year. I just look. So, uh... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to steal what Santi said to me earlier. So Santi, can you? Why don't you just say it? How they haven't beaten the top. Oh six. yeah, dude. Uh, but before we do that, hold on. Um, I think it's hilarious that um, Arsenal, you know, took 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 the weekend off because they wanted to prepare for this big clash, get to the final, and they still lost. Uh, hilarious, Thomas. A lot of Arsenal fans. Uh, shout out my guy Troops was cheering that party was sent home and Afcon and was able to return for. Um, some Premier League games and the Carabao game, and he gets a red within 15 minutes. Um, I just think it's hilarious. Uh, Arsenal will always give me joy. Uh, I will never, ever 
uh, be threatened just by anything they do. And clearly, like I was telling Edwin, they have not been a top six team this whole entire season. They haven't been close, in my opinion. The closest they've top been six is or big six. six. Big six, excuse me. Big they six. beat Tottenham. Big six. I don't consider Tottenham. Come on, bro. All right, gonna All right fine. All well, right, they, they have one win against a big six. Like, big how four, do you consider them? All right, to- the, 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 the ones, the, the fantastic four, bro. The four that matter, bro. Who are the four that matter? Are you in that four? Yeah, City, United, Chelsea, <laughs> Liverpool. Bro. Are you in that four, bro? <laughs> I haven't been top, uh, uh, a big four team. So... <laughs> I don't know. People are selling me dreams. People are selling me ESR is the best freaking thing since uh, Santi Casola, Mesut Ocio, Martin Onegar, Tomiyasu, uh, Ben White. I'm like, oh, my God. They're so good. Yada, yada, yada. They are still Arsenal. So. They're still United. And speaking of Manchester United, uh, Three nothing victors versus Brentford. Three one. Three one victors versus three, Brentford. Three one. We can't keep a clean sheet, bro. Don't give us that much credit. <laughs> um, Elanga, Greenwood, and Rashford, the big academy big three on the score sheet. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, a little pissed off when he got subbed off at Rag. Like he should have. Like he should have. Um, I've been talking. Speaking speaking on that note. Uh, the whole United thing. I think that's that's being made into a bigger thing than it needs to be. Like, honestly. Like, what's being made? Ronaldo getting subbed off and him getting pissed off and then Ralph, you know, going on to the, to the sidelines or, like, by the bench, like, talking his ear and stuff. I think that's getting juiced like crazy. Yo, he has to calm down a 37-year-old, bro, because he was about to cry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, Ronaldo... Bro, Ronaldo wants to wants to play as much as he can. He wants to win. And yeah, they were winning when he came off. They were up 2-0. Um, and I did think it was it was kind of like, oh shit, like why are you taking off Ronaldo in the 70th something minute? You're only you're only up 2-0. Like Brentford. 2-0. If your team can't defend 2-0. I know. I know anything could happen, bro. If you can't defend 2-0 with 20 minutes left. What are we really doing here against yeah. Brentford? And I, know, yeah. I know we give, I know we say Brentford's a good team, but you're not able to close these games. Yes, out. I know, I know. But you, you, United have been shaky in the back, and again, to anything can happen. So, at first, I was a little like, "Damn, 70th minute." I would understand if it was like the 80 something, and you're subbing him off to bring on Maguire, which is what I thought was what was the case. Um, but. I don't know. I think look, he made he made a substitution. That substitute came on and he scored the game to put it away. The the goal to put the game away. So what the hell? He made the right call. Okay, but I'm saying Ronaldo needs to man up and just accept what the coach is trying yeah, to do. Yeah, I know, but the media is making is is milking it to make it to like just worsen the morale and the the well the morale the is tension. bad. Yeah, no, the morale is bad already, but with all the the stuff that the media is saying, it's just trying to make the situations worse when it doesn't really need to be worse at all. Like, there's nothing there. We don't don't know because Ronaldo, he said his comments the other day about the young players don't want to listen, blah, 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 blah. And what did they do? They turned up and scored. All three of the three youngsters scored. Is is he going to come out here and just keep saying that every time they they don't win games? He should. They're the fucking reason we're giving them so much fucking trust in Faith and he's pretty much saying I was that I was that kind of player once, 
And I was not like you fucking selfish pricks. So he has every right to be. He, he is a legend in this club, and I get the point of people criticizing and Edwin's point of they're milking this shit. He cares, man. He cares. I don't understand why people get so mad that he gets he throws a hissy fit on the sidelines after getting substituted. It just yeah, shows that I, he cares. Yeah, yeah. If I'm a, if I'm a top player, I, I want to play every single minute of the game. But Ralph Ragnick, he made the right substitution. Rashford came on. He scored the, the goal to, put the, to seal the victory. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, they couldn't keep the clean sheet, which sucked, but they they got the victory. And they were winning when well, Ronaldo well, came off. Just yeah, bro, you you got you played seventy minutes. Like, well, come on, yo, he's coming. He's, com- he's coming off the first injury of the of the match. Oh, sorry, the match of the season. They have a big game on Saturday against West Ham. He is saving him for West Ham because he's gonna pop. He's gonna he expecting him to play the ninety minutes against West against West Ham. I don't understand okay, why I'm, people are like. I'm saying like, pick like. Uh, I don't want to say the word. I forgot. You shit. <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying, yo. Stop arguing. Just get on the bench. You got a big game Saturday. You got points to make up. He said this United should finish top three. That's what he said. Yes, they should. And they are seventh. The way, the, the way Chelsea's going, they, they easily could. They are in seventh place. We'll be fine. Talk to me at the end of the season. Okay, well, for your sake, bro. You, bro you're going to owe me 50 bucks at the end of the season anyways. Talk to me at the end of the season. No, I said Prem doesn't count. Come on, bro. No, you said Prem counts. We can go no, back and look at it. Count. We could go no, back and look. You said any trophy, bro. Look at the tape. Chelsea was going to win. Look at the tape. Look at the tape. I said Prem doesn't No, Prem counts. Count. You said Chelsea was going to no, win. look at the tape. Look at the tape. We got the tape. Look at the tape. We got the tape. We'll take a look at the tape and we'll inform our viewers. Boom. Next episode. Come on, bro. Um, Ragnick made some interesting comments also as well about the state of Maguire. Juan Basaka and Luke Shaw. They said they are not good enough to be at Manchester United. Santi, what's your take on that? A hundred. Actually, not a hundred. A thousand percent correct. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Now, I think also people are, have to simmer down and not, not all these three changes are probably not going to happen. Maguire is still probably going to stay in the club just because of the amount of money that they cost to the club. Um, I do see Juan Bissaka is probably the one that's definitely going to go. And Luke Shaw, I think, out of the three, still has the most value. So he could easily go, too. Um, like I explained to you off camera, well-deserved for all three. I do think Luke Shaw is pretty much the one that's really has, hasn't has had the benefit of the doubt in his time at United, especially after that gruesome injury in, like, 2015 in the Champions League game. But he played uh, great last season. He did. He did. He really did. Still can't defend them. He was a good, Plus, he was the best left back in the league last year. He still can't defend. And he's still only twenty six. Okay, we but he still him. can't defend. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. He, he say, has, but we say Trent, we say Trent can't defend. You call him the best right back in the league. I didn't say that. I said Reese James is the best right back in the league. Well, you call you say Trent. Well, he's is up, up there right? for you. He's up there for you, isn't he, Trent? It's fair. And but you say he can't defend. He can't. That's why I tell you. I have to keep telling people that they should move to center mid. Listen, the Liverpool system is different than the Man United system. I don't. I feel that because of how it goes, Trent has the liberty to do the same thing. If we want to look at another example, in the heyday of Barcelona, Dani Alves didn't doesn't still doesn't defend. But the way that system worked was they would slide Puyo all the way to right back. Busquets would be center back with PK, and then that's that. So I mean, if you have the right system, it's going to work. Hence, that also goes into the problem of we still don't have a center defensive mid. Um, 
as much as as much ground as Fred could cover, and as much as the as much physicality that McTominay provides, we still don't have a proper center of the defensive end. Matis is too old, too slow. You saw in the Villa game, he got he got easily beat um, for that second uh, equalizer goal. So I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest problem. So like I said, Shaw should could could and should stay. Um, but I also do agree where at best he's a backup in this in a in a prime Man United team in a prime about, Man United. But when does it go, when does it come down to holding the coach accountable? This guy is the father of gigan pressing. He's Tuchel's dad, uh, uh, Klopp's dad, Nagelsmann's dad. He shouldn't he he tried the pressing thing already. We see it work at Liverpool with Alexander Arnold and Robertson. Mm-hmm. They both have gotten double-digit assists in the same season in the Premier League. When does Ragnick step up and say, okay, maybe I could try to replicate Luke Shaw last year and make him a better player? Uh, Because um, I guess me personally is because he's only going to be in tier until the end of the season, and that's it, and that's that. And most likely the next manager is going to bring his own philosophy. I don't think anyone else has the same philosophy as him that we're targeting, either Pochettino, Ten Hag, et cetera. Because of that, I believe he finally realized at one point that, like, his main job post this interim um, spell with United is the recruitment and the proper scouting of players. And I think his main goal, I don't know if the board said this, but me personally, Apart from getting the best out of the squad from what he has, he is here to analyze, okay, who should stay past this season and who should not. For And I understand that it's, he's the manager. He should be able to coach them up into the great place that, he, that it, they should be. But at the same time, because of such short notice, because of such change in system and just dynamic, um, it's kind of like – it's kind of – messed up to say this, but it's you're just kind of trying to get to the end of the season, salvage as much as you can, but the most, the biggest thing you have to salvage is who stays, who goes. And I think that's what he's there for. And that's just me personally. And and people could say that's wrong, they should just focus on the season. But in reality, let's be real. Other than the FA Cup, maybe winning the FA Cup, excuse me, and maybe getting top four, what is there to play for the season? Because we get... I'm, I'm trying to be a little pessimistic on my team here because we could we could win uh, the round of 16 in Champions League. We could win quarterfinals, but can we really win in the semis? I personally don't think so. Now, again, it is the Champions League. Anything could happen. You see Tottenham a couple years ago, they got to the final. Chelsea, when they fired their manager midseason, got to the final. So you never know. And Chelsea again. Uh, so Chelsea twice, actually, last year and then like 10 years ago. So you never know. So I guess it's just I'm kind of looking at it as more like a realistic, like the actual state of the club and how many players are unhappy. And it's because to his credit and to his uh, um, not is it demoralized? No. What's the word? To his fault. Yeah, to his fault. Ole, the way he handled the players, he's a very he's a player manager. He he made sure that everyone's getting along, everyone's, you know, good vibes. And this is fine. But then what he had an upper hand in that like interpersonal connection with, with the squad 
he lacked just in-game management, as you clearly saw every single time. So, I don't know. That That's just my opinion. You could look at it differently. It, and my, my goal to me is I need to have the right players and the, and the right players that want to play and win at this club. So, so what you're telling me is that pretty much in United starting back four, there is a waste of 150 million of the Queen's finest there. Yep. Just like in uh, Chelsea's front three, there's a waste of like 400 million. The exact same <laughs> way. Well, then. It you sucks. Listen, don't get me wrong. Uh, the Luke Shaw thing at the end of the day, it's, it's been like seven years. So I don't think you could really hammer them at the time. It was a goodbye. And I think the most expensive teenager. Right. So I think, I think at the time, I think it's, um, and then you thought he reached the potential, but ever since, ever since the Euro final, it's just been de- declining. You, 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 you could agree on that, correct? He's not playing as well. Yeah. Uh, Juan Bisaka. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say this, but I feel like ever since that first year in United, he's just regressed. It's gotten worse and worse. He can't, he can't pass the ball properly and he still can't attack. The only thing he's really good at is tackling. He's not even really good at one-on-one defending. He's, it's just it's just really just the the, the slide tackle that it, that helps him. He's just really good at slide tackle. So yeah, let's not about my team, Joe. Let's talk about the dramatic thing and uh, that happened in midweek. Um, so this week we had a big matchup between Leicester and Tottenham. Uh, Leicester was winning two to one with ninety four minutes and fifty something seconds played already. Uh, Fifty five. And somehow at the end of the game, they end up losing 3-2. Steven Bergwijn gets two winners in uh, at a time. Uh, Tottenham get a big victory in their race for, you know, European spots. They have those uh, couple games in hand. They have three games in hand on West Ham right now. They're sitting on 36 points. Uh, what do we think about Antonio Conte and the job he's done so far, Edwin, at Tottenham? Oh, my God, dude. If If he didn't. If he wasn't as unfortunate enough to take charge of this role in the position that Tottenham were in, I'm telling you, man, this team would be a top three team right now. And next season is going to be dangerous as hell. When he gets a fresh start, he gets his, the players have a full grasp of his system. And, you know, barring, you know, the rest of the, the winter transfer window and even in the summer, if he gets the players that he wants and needs, He's going to be a top three manager. That side's going to be a top three side. It's going to be great. Um, but Tottenham looked lethal. I mean, it kind of sucked that they 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 didn't get as many goals as they should should have had because there were it was like as if these motherfuckers had a vasectomy. They were shooting blanks. Huh? <laughs> That's quite an analogy. They did have twenty seven <laughs> shots this game time on target. Um, they were shooting blanks, bro. They could not finish, but. They managed to get the victory, and that's look. Not every victory is going to be pretty. It's not, you know. If if you're going to win a, a title, we all know that championship winning sides. They know that not every win is going to be pretty. Um, but they showed the grit, the tenacity, the prowess and attack. You know, so fair play to them. Uh, Leicester, very unfortunate. They've been very disappointing this season to me. Um, so it's a huge blow for them. But Tottenham, man, I'm telling you, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with next season. Now, a question for both of you. Tottenham, 
Um, like I said, they're, they they have 19 matches played. Uh, Chelsea have 23. West Ham have 22. If Tottenham win all their games, they're clear of Chelsea and tied with Liverpool on on points. Realistically, oh my God. wait. Does if but does that mean Liverpool still have that game in hand though? Right? Yeah, Liverpool still have that game in hand. Okay. 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 Um, but if Tottenham gets the 22 22 games played and they win those three games, they're at 45 points. Um, they're ahead of Chelsea. They would be ahead of West Ham. Uh. What's what are realistic expectations for this team to to finish the rest of the season? Um, is it an advantage for them that they got these uh, games postponed? Is it going to hurt them when they're all going to be congested later on in the season? Um, what do you guys think? Well, um, if I go first, um, yeah, I guess yeah. before we answer the question, I just want to kind of emphasize what everyone was kind of talking about, just like the different impact. Sorry, not a different impact. The impact Antonio Conte has had. So I saw this tweet earlier. Before Conte's arrival, Tottenham, 10 games in the Prem. Uh, expected goals created, 10.6. Expected goals conceded, 16.25. That's a difference of minus 5.65. In the nine games since he's arrived, expected goals created, 21.18. Expected goals conceded, 8.22. Difference of 12.96. That's before Easily. the Leicester game or after? This is after the Leicester game. Oh, shit. All right. So they're cooking. They're cooking something. <laughs> yeah, like um, I think I think he's doing the best he can because clearly that squad is not that good. You could tell he gets frustrated and frustrated every time he has to pick up. He has to pick out those three defenders in the back. Like there's no good way to put it. You just have to do it. <laughs> I think his system works a lot better than. Uh, sorry, Evan. I think his system works a lot better than Tuchel's system in a, in a way, the formation. Um, because oh, yeah, because this is his system. This is his it, system. It's more offensive. That's why. It's more offensive. Yeah, this is the system that he used to win the, the, the title with Chelsea. And, and he won Inter. the Scudetto with Inter, yeah. Um, so, anyways, so going back to your uh, original question, Lou, um, they should definitely uh, fight with um, Chelsea for third, third spot. And what we don't realize is in between all this mess, even though they have a lot of games to make up, they're essentially out of everything except the FA Cup. Yeah, so they do so have some space in their schedule. Conte can focus and get to work, which he's been doing so far. Yeah, not to mention he also he's also brought Harry Kane back into form as well. Getting and now I think he might stay. Chances. Yeah, he might actually stay now. So who knows? Hey, listen, they have to get better center mids and better the, the defenders and. Next year could easily ch- t- uh, challenge for the title, and then Conte will leave because he'll ask for too much money. So we'll be fine. It's just two years of time. Him, we'll be fine, fellas. We'll be fine. That's what I was going to say to wrap up. Um, do you guys think Conte and Levy bump heads this summer when Conte is trying to ask for you know every player on his list? Well, they're saying that they're already, they, there's he's, there's a fear that he's going to quit within like the next couple of weeks because he hasn't gotten back in the well, winter transfer window. I don't know how much to believe because they're still doing well. But again, with fucking Inter, like they would have won every, they won the Scudetto and he still left. So I don't put anything past uh, Conte. No, yeah, definitely a lot of info this week. Um, a lot of thinking. Really, the the biggest game coming up is Chelsea and Tottenham. So we'll see how those two uh, back three, back fours, back fives, back sixes go off against each other, and uh, <laughs> who who comes out on top? Because if Tottenham wins these games, like we said. It could, it could be scary hours for Tuchel and Chelsea. So we'll see how that goes.
It's your hostess with the mostest. You gotta stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> we back with another episode of trivia, another segment of trivia. Last time out, Santi finally got his first win of the season against Lewis. Fluke. Yeah, fluke, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. So the score is now two to one. Lewis is still ahead. Santi, how's it feel to get your first dub last, last week, huh? Felt good. Felt good. Going back again for number two. Let's get it. All right. Word, word, word. So since we had some Carabao Cup action, I thought it'd be good to get a little Carabao Cup trivia question for you guys. But this is going to be a little tricky. So we're going to have to test your memory like OD. You know what I'm saying? So the question I want, what I want to test you guys on is can you name the last 10 players to have scored in the League Cup final? And this, the answers do also include if there was like multiple scores in the same game from the same team, that counts as well. So you could you could get players from the same game as well. The first player, first guy, first person to get to 10? The first, no, the first person to get to six wins. Okay. All right. So well, in gonna, the last, in the last 10, how many finals is it? In the last, so, so no. So, cause we're going by the last 10 players. Okay. So this is going to date back to 2016. Got right. it. So. Same format as always. It's going to go in turn order, I guess you could say. Santi went first last week or in the last in the last roundup matchup. So, I Lewis, you... Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, Lewis, you get the first crack at answers. All right. Five seconds to answer each. You guys ready? Yeah. All yes, right. Sir. And play. Americ Laporte. Correct. I'm Rick Laporte is correct. Uh, Lewis is up 1-0. Santi, your turn. David Silva. David Silva is also correct. He scored in the 2018 final for Manchester City. 1-1. Lewis, you're up. Five. Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling, incorrect. Lewis, I mean, Santi, your turn. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is Correct. He scored in the 2017 final against Southampton for Manchester United. Uh, Santi takes a 2-1 lead. Lewis, five. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is incorrect, my man. Damn, that's crazy. Um, Santi, your turn to take a two-point lead. Five. Uh, Gavadini. Gaviadini. Gaviadini, also correct. The same final that Slatan scored in. For Southampton against Manchester United. Sandy it's easy when that was our, our last trophy. Our last <laughs> trophy. So I clearly remember the, how the game part went. Uh, Lewis, my man, we've won three back-to-back. Four five, back-to-back. Four back-to-back. How do you not remember these these scores? Yo, right. it's, a lot of, it's a lot of people. Uh, Leroy five. Sané. Leroy Sané, incorrect, bro. He scored oh. in that. <laughs> he did not score in the final. Santi. Um, I believe it's Marcos Rojo. Marco Rojos, no, incorrect. Aguero. Aguero, correct. He scored in 2020. Oh, I know which one. I got it. it. And in 2018 for Manchester City. Scores 3 2. Santi's still up. Santi, your turn. Lingard. Lingard. Jesse Lingard, correct. 
2017 final against Southampton. What was the final score of that game? Yep. All right. So, Lewis, your turn. Um, You're down two points. Mm, Five. Foden. Phil Foden, incorrect. Dude. You didn't score against Villa? No. I thought he scored that phone. Santi. Five. Uh, Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard, incorrect. Yeah. Lewis, turn to catch up. Five, mm-hmm. four, three. Okay, Gundogan. Gundogan, incorrect. Like the whole fucking team doesn't score. <laughs> <laughs> How do we win any of these games? Santi, your turn. Five. Uh, Bernardo. Four. Bernardo Silva, incorrect. Damn. Mares. Mares, also incorrect. Santi, five, four. Three. Company. Two. Company, correct. Let's go. 2018 final. Let's go. Santi needs one more point to solidify. All right, I can't lose today, so I'm chilling. Victory. Right. Not that much pressure. <laughs> Fernandinho. Fernandinho, correct. Good job, Lewis. In the 2016 final. Who was that against? Liverpool, I believe. Um, yeah. Scores 5-3. Santi for the win. Five. Four, three. Wilfred Boney. Wilfred Boney, incorrect. Lewis. Five. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. Three, two. Fabian Delph. Fabian Delph, incorrect. One. Santi. Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish, incorrect. No, one score that game then. Lewis. Five, four. Three, two, one. Yeah, yeah, Tori. Incorrect anyway. Santi, five, four. Kelechi Ihanacho. Ihanacho? Yes. Wrong, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right. This is a hint for both of y'all. All All right. These are going to be the remaining teams that these players played for. All right, because okay. you're missing three players. Aston Villa. I knew there was an Aston Villa person. All right, get going. Liverpool. Manchester City. Lewis. William. William. Incur- Bro, what? That's, no. that's, that's not even a part of the teams that are remaining. Not Chelsea? No, I said it was Villa, City, and Liverpool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Santi. Five. Tammy. Abraham. Bro, what the fuck? Why are you naming Chelsea Villa. players? He was on Villa one year. He killed it. Not in 2020. All right. That wraps up the time for trivia. But Santi does win five to three. Louis, you really disappointed us today, huh? You really wanted to disappoint us. The remaining. Let me, just, let me disappoint myself, bro. Hold up. In, in Louis's defense, I really just remember the United final, and that's pretty much how I won this. <laughs> um, yeah, but the city had mad players on this list. The remaining players for Liverpool. Philip Coutinho. Coutinho. Oh, my God. Ah, that's one more. For yeah. Manchester City, Rodri. I was going to say Rodri. Rodri in 2020. And then also in that same final for Aston Villa, Mbwana Samata. Oh, we're never going to fucking get that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was really banking on one of you to just say, on Santi to say Coutinho or Rodri to kill off the game. But 
Anywho, Santi equals up the scoring in the trivia board. So congratulations. Congratulations, Santi. Lewis, shame on you, bro. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to the False Nine. Um, in this segment, like last week, called Versus, name still to be pending, um, my my guy Lewis brought up a good point earlier uh, off camera and kind of got heated a little bit, so I kind of wanted to show and hear both sides because I'm kind of in the middle. So, Lewis, please please tell the audience what, 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 what you said to me before. I was thinking... You know, we're, we're entering a seventh season of rock and roll football at Anfield, Guggen pressing and Jurgen Klopp and his big ass teeth and his glasses. And then he takes off the glasses. And I'm thinking, man, seven years this guy's had, as Liverpool fans would, would say, at least the ones I see on Twitter, that we have the best goalkeeper, the best right back, the best left back, the best center back, the best midfield three, the best front three in the world. And... They have two major trophies. And if you want to include the Club World Cup and um, the Super Cup, which are we really going to think about that? Bro, what? Two two major trophies in seven years of club. Seven years of club, two really major trophies. He got the big one. He got the Premier League. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll honor him forever in that. that Get to your point, bro. Get to your point. You gave me heated. The big but, one? What do you mean the big one? The Champions League one, bro? No, that's, that's, one that's their one. big one, though. They never won the Premier League. That's Dude, the thing they people the how most. you feel, bro. Stop trying to beat around. I think most. under Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool have underachieved in these seven seasons that they've had him for. And, and you're they should start out of your mind. They should start getting the most of him now before 10 years from now when he's gone. They're like, damn, we really should have gotten more out of this. You, I don't that's think. My take. I don't that's think that that's. I feel like that's a that's a bad take. That's Why? A bad take. Bro, this man literally gave them their first ever Premier League title. How the hell are you gonna tell me that after Jurgen Klopp's tenure at Liverpool, they're gonna look back and be like, he did? Yeah, he didn't do enough. He didn't do. He won a Champions League, a Premier League, which is a trophy that they've never had before. Club World Cup, which I know you don't, I know you don't want to count it, club but it's, still, it's still a trophy. Club World Cup, they added to the trophy. Who they play in the Club the World Cup, bro. and they won the Super Cup, the UEFA Super Cup as well. Okay, they could have their little preseason Super Cup. Four major trophies, and this uh, Jurgen Klopp is is entering his seventh year. He hasn't reached seven years yet. This is the seventh season, huh? His yeah, he's entering it. Four major trophies, major. It's, yeah, I'm counting the, the Super Cup and the FIFA uh, Cup. The World Super Cup, Cup, bro. Do we count the Community Shield as a major trophy? I, I think you could count the Super Cup. I don't know what the Club World Cup, but I think the Super Cup is... is all right, is, still, is but, but okay, all right. Yeah, the Super Cup, I count. The Club World Cup, I don't really fancy too much, but it's still silverware at the end of the day. It's still the prestigious... We're the best club in the world. Bro, they were playing Al Saad, Al Hilal, Monterey, Esperanza de Tunis, Flamingo. Come on, bro. Let's get serious here. All right. Listen, Anywho. Chelsea lost the All right. Do you, t- do you take it away? Did you take it away from Real Madrid when they won it? From Barcelona when they won it? Do Under- they care about winning the Club World Cup? Honestly. They do. They, they do. do. No. Money, do, they, do they really, really care? Either way. Yes. Either way. 
four trophies, seven seasons, and you're also excluding two finals that he didn't win. And yeah, I get it. He didn't win, but he not still got he still got them to two finals. A UEFA, not a trophy, man. A UEFA Europa League final, and in his first season that he came in at Liverpool, he got him to the to the Capital One Cup final against Manchester City. That he lost. That he lost, yeah, but still, still a final. That showed signs of improvement and progression, and that gave the fans hope. Uh, getting to a final does not show anything about any progression. What Man do United, you mean? When that Man was... United made it to the – Santi, when Man United won the final, you saw hope and progression there, bro? Won the final? What do you mean won the final? When you guys won the, the Capital One Cup. We just had a trivia about it. You thought you saw hope and progression there? Yes, with Mourinho, 100%. Because then we And what about place. when when you made the Europa League final? Twice, twice, recently. Under Mourinho, nice. you yeah, under Mourinho and then under Oli. Oh, well, we actually won did once they, last year. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, did it not give you hope seeing seeing them in a final? Yeah, it felt good for a change. All right. Thank you. Number one. Also, you also have to understand that when Jurgen Klopp came into this Liverpool side, they were they were in a down period. They were not looking that great. They weren't looking that dominant whatsoever. They couldn't re- regain their form from the 13-14 season whatsoever. Um, I don't even think they made it out of the group stages of the of the Champions League the the following season from the in the 14-15 season. Um, well, that's what that's how that's how he took them to the Europa League final because they, yeah. they went to the Europa yeah. League. Yeah, and then you you also understand that this when they brought Jurgen Klopp on, they brought him on and they knew that this was going to be a long term project. This was a process that has been playing out beautifully the way that he's had them playing has been magnificent the t- the pressing style the defensive tenacity the aggression in attack they have one of the best front threes in all of soccer you could not debate anymore. you could debate yeah not right yeah. not anymore not this season and probably not even last season but probably like three years ago nah Mm-mm. well now i mean i guess since we're recently you guys gotta get jota's flowers man he's yeah, he's good. He's when he doesn't score, course. he doesn't do anything. When he doesn't score, he doesn't do shit. Okay, when so Benzema was no, I don't agree with that because when Benzema, used to press. When when Benzema mm. wasn't scoring, he was when still, he wasn't injured. When Benzema wasn't scoring, he was still a huge part of the Real Madrid side, creating chances. Because I'm saying I'm, I'm thinking I'm uh you know thinking of like what you just said. If he's not scoring, he's not doing anything. I'm thinking of Firmino in that role. If he's not scoring, he's not doing anything. That's not true. Because when Firmino, he field. doesn't play like Firmino. He doesn't play like Firmino. Okay, but still, do Joe Jota is still a big influence on the side. But anywho, we're not talking about individual players. What Klopp has done with Liverpool has been magnificent, and it's you cannot great. take that away. If, it's been if great. I, if if I want to interject, I think I understand. I think what Lewis is trying to say, like, yes, he's been great, but at the same time, if you actually look at how we talk about club, how we talk about Liverpool, and only really show one Premier League and one Champions League, looking back at this in 10 years, we're going to look at it as... No, no, no. I'm I'm only counting... I'm just counting just league title, a league title and the the Champions League. Um, So I feel like in 10 years, you're going to look at this like, yeah, he underachieved. Um, But hold on. But also the other thing we have to realize, you guys don't talk about it. It's your fucking club. But like, he has to go against the best Premier League team of all time, arguably. Like he's going up against Pep City. Like, like you have to also take that with a like. They, he really should have two Premier League titles. Yeah, because that season when he won it with ninety-seven points, bro. United didn't. Even they didn't win it. it. 
Okay, but still, he pushed he pushed Pep and City to the freaking limits, and, and they lost. Okay, I get they that. They blew a seven point I, lead at they were top of the table at Christmas with a seven uh, point lead. And they lost. Again, seven again. points with one game in hand. People don't like to always forget to talk Still about that. Lost, bro. Again, I will point it out. He pushed us, he pushed City and Pep to the freaking limits. And I'm so proud and you know, honors over what our club has done in that season. But still, United couldn't ha- haven't even won a, a Premier League title with 97 points. I don't even think they've, they've had 97 points. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. No one cares. All they're right. So that that's, a bad team. How, is, how is that not a huge-ass achievement? Although, yes, he didn't win. But again, Do we get a trophy against... for getting second place? Do we get a trophy for 97 he's points? Going, no, yeah, but he, his competition no, is the best Premier League side in history. Wait, hold on, hold on. You guys didn't get a trophy for second place in the Champions League last year? No, we didn't. Oh, my bad, my bad. No, I forgot. Didn't. And, and, and my bad. Thanks for a little stray, but it's not going to deter me. Look, let's say Klopp is here 10 years. He might win the Carabao Cup this season. Will he win the FA Cup? I don't know. Will he get it to the Champions League? I don't know. This season's up in the air. But now you're, you're getting to a point where it's like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen with Salah and stuff like that. The midfield is old as shit. He still well, plays James Milner. That's on the ownership. Dude. You can't put that on him. But I'm, yeah, I'm saying they're wasting their time. They they wait. They waste. They're wasting Klopp's time here. They're gonna under. They're gonna have underachieved. I'm not saying it all goes on Klopp. It goes on the ownership too. Because when it's 2030, they're gonna be like, this guy Klopp won a Champions League and a Premier League. They like to count. They like to say that that Premier League and Champions League were in the same season. Sometimes they weren't. They were two different seasons. Oh 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 oh! I can't believe I, he he got to two Champions League finals. Two. What? I, I can't believe I, I completely forgot about that. He got the two Champions League finals, bro. And the one day one, they, it was the worst final ever, and they beat Spurs. Look, I just don't want Liverpool fans to just, I don't know. It's always, oh, the net spend and, um oh, FSG. Like, yo, you could have some Carabao Cups. You could have some FA Cup final appearances. You could get the most out of this team and win the Premier League. They've done it already. They lost one game when they did it. Well, I don't need that Premier League side that the or his side that won the Premier League. I don't even think was his best side. I think the, the his best side was the team that won. I mean, that got 97 points. Yeah, that was his best team. They started they, they haven't been playing well since that 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 team. And I just think they're going to they're going to look at this side in 10 years if they don't win anything else or, if, you know, maybe they get one more trophy here and there. I but see them Klopp, winning more trophies. I do. But when but, Klopp eventually leaves, I'm thinking he's gonna get enough of yo. This these this ownership doesn't back me up in any way. I should go to a club where that's gonna open some pockets for me. Maybe he goes. I don't know. Maybe he goes to Bayern Munich. Goes back to Germany. I don't think that's necessarily the case. At the end of the day, you said you you currently think that Jurgen Klopp has been a failure at Liverpool, and I disagree with that statement. I think he's underachieved at Liverpool. No, I won't no, no, say wait, failure. I would no, no, retract no, no, the failure you, statement. I would retract okay, the failure right. statement. But that's what, that's what you initially said, that he is That's what failure. I initially said, but I like to, you know, go balls in. I guess we'll leave this up to see what our listeners think. If you go back in time, and this is all Klopp is left with, the Champions League and the Premier League, you will look at this as an underachievement. And that is true. And we're back. Oh, it's me again. Hello. Um, so last week, uh, one of our bets got canceled because Arsenal are big pussies. 
and uh, didn't want to play against Tottenham. So we went one for one, one and one and one. Um, won the under in the Man City Chelsea game, lost the over in the Atlanta Inter game. So right now we're up 0.06 units. I know it's small, but we're up, fellas. We're up. Uh, so I got three bets again. I got my my safe bet actually is Tottenham Tottenham to win, draw no bet. I think Chelsea. It's I think it's either gonna be a draw or Tottenham win. I don't see Chelsea winning this game at all. Um, so I have them. It's actually a plus two nine five. So that's actually really good odds. Um, my I guess my somewhat critical thinking kind of you know looked at the stats and stuff kind of uh smart what (laughs) you're just hating bro smart that is lester versus brighton over two and a half goals as minus 108 uh i think brighton are going to finally open up the gates and start scoring some goals as you've been seeing how good they played against chelsea I think with a lesser team that's more opened up, I think they're going to score two goals. And, of course, they're not the greatest defensively, so I do see Leicester pulling back one. And, of course, my bias, super bias, the GOAT to score, baby. Ronaldo to score plus 110. And, yeah, those are my three bets of the week. Let's make some money. Fellas, what do we think? Um, I think Tottenham draw no bet kind of concerns win draw no bet kind of concerns me. I don't know. I don't think they're really at Stamford Bridge. I don't think they match up against, you know, Chelsea, depending who's playing for Chelsea and what tactics Tuchel decides to implement. Uh, I definitely like the, the Leicester and uh, Brighton pick, um, you know, expected goals for the win for Brighton. And what's the last one again? Oh, Ronaldo to score. I don't know. He was pretty pissed last game. So let's see. I'm telling you, and that wraps it up, all folks. Uh, thank you for Ballon d'Or bets. Let's make some money, and thank you for watching this episode. We'll see you guys next week after the weekend. Oh.